Blog Talk Radio. You are now listening to CLNS Radio, your source for all things basketball. You cannot stop this guy. This guy is unbelievable right now, and with the way he's playing, he's played an outstanding brand of basketball. You're trying to tell me he's not the next best thing? What are you hearing? Man, all I know is this guy can fall, and if you can come out and play with him, you can play with anybody in the league. I want your opinion. Call into the show. Why don't you drive the rack? Seriously, why don't people drive the rack more often? Fed up with this cookie-cutter brand of basketball, not go out and hand check. What are you comparing? The guy's got grit. The guy's got moxie, and the guy's got heart. What more do you want? Broadcast through Blog Talk Radio and CLNS Radio. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome to the Hooper's Log. Here's your host, Simo Buck. They gonna love me for my ambition. Welcome on into episode 116 of the Hooper Log. It is Tuesday, April 12, 2016, a TNT Tuesday. And I know many of you who are listening live and probably listening to the morning podcast or the afternoon podcast after TNT, you're in for a treat as we're going to recap Monday's games and kind of recap what happened in the NBA yesterday. And then we'll get on out of here. Andrew Norris should be on in the show uh, rather soon, hopefully rather quickly. Should be a quick show today. Nothing extensive, nothing over the top as obviously it is our rest season in the NBA, as many of the big-time teams are resting and getting prepared for the postseason as time moves forward, as the NBA season is kind of winding down to a close. Many of the teams, many of the big-time names in the NBA whose teams are not going to be in the NBA playoffs are starting to rest up and get ready for the NBA playoffs and teams that are not that that are essentially eliminated, which majority of them now are eliminated in the NBA postseason. Obviously, the Eastern Conference is pretty much set. And as of right now, the Houston Rockets and Utah Jazz are still duking it out with one game to go. Houston has has apparently the tiebreaker last night. We talked about it on the show on episode 115. Uh, We talked about that game in particular, or those two teams in particular. And apparently, Houston does have the tiebreaker. So all Houston has to do is finish the season at 500 and win their 41st game of the season, and they will take away the eighth seed and go into the Western Conference Final, or excuse me, Western Conference playoffs and play the Golden State Warriors, who could potentially win their 73rd game of the season tomorrow night. Last night in the NBA, there were quite a bit of games, a ton of basketball games. Obviously, Kobe's final road game, which was a joke for the Lakers in general, as they only put up. They only put up 31 points in the second half, an absolute atrocity with how they played. Uh, The Thunder uh, played all their starters, and tonight they're not playing any starters. A lot of the games on TNT tonight, there are a lot of bench players coming out and playing. It's one of those, again, we got two games, two days left in the regular season, and a lot of teams' best players are not playing tonight as we move forward in the NBA. Only five games on in the NBA tonight. The TNT games are going to get started here shortly, obviously. Thunder and Spurs tonight, many of which the teams teams players are resting. The Spurs are playing at home. They're probably going to win their 40th game of the year as Russell Westbrook, uh, Serge Ibaka, and Kevin Durant are all resting uh, tonight in San Antonio as it's the final game in San Antonio before the postseason begins. And uh, the Spurs will have one more game tomorrow after they play their final game in San Antonio tonight. Um, it, it, it's a lot. It's, it's a lot going on in the NBA right now as we move forward. Uh, five games tonight. We're going to recap what happened last night. Andrew Norris is on the show. Hey, Andrew, what's going on, buddy? How's your day been? 
Uh, it's been good. I think my phone is broken. Um, I don't really know what's going on completely because every time I come on here, something else is wrong. Um, but uh, let's let's get it started. Let's get it going. Speaking of phones breaking, uh, it is absolutely dumping rain. I mean, it is pouring outside right now. Uh, so if I do cut out, uh, exactly. If I do cut out, uh, you'll understand why. Uh, it is episode 116 here on the Hoopers Log through CLNS Radio on a TNT Tuesday, the final Tuesday of the regular season, as we have now two days left to go. Let's get it going. Andrew Norris said it best. Let's get Kevin Harden here and have him say the final words. Let's get it going. Let's get it going. All right, all right, all right. We're going to learn today. A gaggle of basketball games last night, and the Cleveland Cavaliers finished out, as we talked about it ourselves, LeBron James, 34.6 rebounds, 6 assists, a white boy with performance, no doubt, in that one, as the Cleveland Cavaliers lock up the one seed in the East, 109-94, getting a victory over the Atlanta Hawks. Uh, they get it done there uh, as they beat the Atlanta Hawks there in that one. Uh, LeBron James absolutely dominating again, looking like he's in his playoff form. The Cavs are going to move forward, and they're going to be the one seed in the East. Uh, Bucks and Magic. Magic at the victory. Get, no one really cares about that one. We'll skip that. Hornets beat the Celtics. Uh, as the Hornets beat the Celtics in that game, uh, the Boston Celtics now drop down to the fifth seed as of right now. Uh, still with an opportunity to get into that sixth spot if they so choose to do so. And the Hornets, if they get a victory, uh, the Celtics would take the sixth spot and they would play the Atlanta Hawks in the first round, ensuing them to have an opportunity to get into the Eastern Conference Finals. So that was kind of a, an interesting game there, obviously. Some kind of, you know, hard, some trickery by the Celtics for them to try and go a little bit further uh, as they lose this game to get into the postseason, get a better seeding so that they don't face the one seed in the second round, potentially, if they keep waning off uh, in their final game. After this one last night, Wizards beat the Nets. No one cares. Rockets beat the Timberwolves. Big, big victory. And we talked about it on the show last night, Andrew, who had the tiebreaker. And apparently it's the Houston Rockets that have the tiebreaker as of right now. They are ahead of the Utah Jazz in the standings based on the tiebreaking situation there. The Houston Rockets are 40 and 41. So are the Utah Jazz. Uh, at 40 and 41, but the Rockets get a big victory last night over the Timberwolves, 129 to 105. Them going to that record again. James Harden, another big time performance, 34.6 assists. He is willing this team in this second half to keep this Rockets team alive and giving them an opportunity in the final game of the season to move forward. Bulls beat the Pelicans. No one cares. Uh, Thunder destroy the Lakers again. The Lakers looking horrible as. Final final game for Kobe Bryant on the road. No one cares about that one. The Thunder have locked up that three seed. They're moving forward in the postseason and going into the Western Conference Finals with some confidence, obviously resting everybody tonight. Mavericks do beat the Jazz. We mentioned that. That was game of the night, a huge game for the Jazz. And now they're look, now they're the team looking up with one game to go. They got to hope for a win and a, and a Houston Rockets loss to get into the postseason in the final day of the regular season tomorrow. Uh, huge, huge stuff there for the Utah Jazz. Not quite getting it done in the Mavericks, locking up a postseason berth, getting in now 42-39 and 39 moving forward. And the Kings beat the Suns 105-101 uh, to 101 with both teams not going anywhere. Andrew, what you see from last night, uh, I think my biggest thing from last night, obviously, was the Lakers getting trounced, but also one of the quickest triple-doubles and the 18th triple-double of the season for a guy in Russell Westbrook. Apparently he got it in, what, 18 minutes? It was the second fastest all-time by time standards. Unbelievable. Yeah, it was unbelievable. 10 rebounds, 14 assists, and uh, and he also had 13 points, and he only played 28 minutes. An incredible performance by Russ Westbrook. But what did you see from last night's performances on a Monday coming into Tuesday tonight? Um, the Jazz aren't going to make the playoffs. 
I mean, if the Rockets yeah. choke against the Kings, I, I guess, but the Jazz had their shot, you know, and, and they really just kind of crapped the bed. Um, I mean, they they allowed 30 points in the fourth quarter. They had one good quarter in this game defensively, and they still only scored 18 points in that quarter. Um, so they just gave away what is more than likely their playoff spot. And it's not like they lost to a bad team. They lost to a playoff team, but that playoff team had a lot less to play for than the Jazz did. Um, so now they just yeah, got to hope. They just got to hope that the Kings come out and play against the Rockets tomorrow and play well. Houston's favored by 14 and a half in that game. Um, so yep. that's unlikely. And then, hey, I mean, the Jazz still might get lured into the last Kobe game trap. So, so it'll it'll right. still be interesting to see. Who knows what can happen? And then, as we were talking about on the show last night, man, LeBron freaking James, thirteen for sixteen from the field, three for four from three, thirty-four points, six rebounds, six assists. Uh, probably the performance of the night in my mind, and it's just yeah, he's in playoff mode. And I really hope the Pacers lose tonight and the Pistons win, so we can go ahead and grab that seven seed. I was just about to say something. Some huge games going on right now in the in the NBA Eastern Conference, obviously, as the Heat and Pistons are playing right now. Heat are up uh, 25-20, uh, just co- at the start of the second quarter. And then, obviously, at halftime, the Knicks are up right now. The Pistons, really, this is a big, big night tonight for both these teams because, obviously, if the Pacers get the victory and, and if the Pistons lose, then the Pistons will have that eighth spot going forward. And uh, they're going to be playing LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers in the first round. And we talked about it yesterday. Uh, as a Pistons fan, you don't want to face the Cleveland Cavaliers in that first round because, again, getting to the postseason is fun and obviously a big, huge, monumental mark for this team. But you'd like to at least have a chance playing a team like Toronto in the, in the first round and potentially could knock them off and even go into the second round. And who knows, maybe even get to the Eastern Conference Finals. That is a possibility from seeds two through six or, uh, you know, outside of the Cleveland Cavaliers two, three, six, and seven. We talked about it yesterday. If you can get into that playoff position, you have a chance of getting to the Eastern Conference Finals no matter what uh, ranking you are. Because if you're in that four, five, or eight spot, you got a slim chance to none to get to the Eastern Conference Finals because the Cavs will be in your way. Uh, again, the Pistons have taken the lead 27-25 there in the second now as they keep moving forward and keep chugging along. Uh, the Pacers, again, they get the victory, and if the Pistons lose, they find a way. Obviously, the Pacers will take that seventh spot, and it'll look bleak for the Pistons going into the postseason. Obviously, if the Pacers win tonight and the Pistons win tonight, the Pistons will play the Cavs. <laughs> Ironically enough, they'll play them tonight, too, or they'll play them tomorrow night as well. Um, and Thankfully, if the Pistons do have a chance, uh, the Pacers will be playing also on the final night, and the Bucks don't really have much to play for in the final night tomorrow. But the Pacers, and again, the Pacers are a very good team. But the Bucks could come out and just play really hard, and who knows what could happen. But at least the Pistons will have more of a fighting chance because I don't think the Cavs are going to play their full roster on Wednesday night, knowing that they've locked. They're not the playing anybody. Yeah, I don't think they will either. I think it's going to be a lot like what we're seeing tonight with the Spurs and the uh, Thunder. They're just going to rest their guys, and they're just going to take a break and and get ready for the weekend as the playoffs will get in full throttle on Saturday. Um, Again, those are the two games of the night realistically because the rest of the games that are on tonight in the NBA on a TNT Tuesday are rather uh, minor. I mean, the Grizzlies and Clips, they're both kind of – I mean, obviously the the, the Clippers are favored, but on the whole – kind of an uh, out you know uh, just not really a big time game there um 
when it comes to last night, too, and Russell Westbrook and what he did getting his 18th triple-double of the season, um, th- this guy is absolutely on fire right now. Seeing what this guy has done and seeing what he is, has done for the for the Thunder again, I mean, if you saw the score to this game at one point, it was the Thunder were up by 160 at one point. It was an absolute uh, just, just joke of a game. What, what, what's your take on this guy's performance throughout the year and what he's meant to this ball club? He's unfreaking believable. Every aspect of the game, defender, the thing is he just doesn't want to play a lot of the time. Uh, but, you know, it's just every game he plays, you know he's going to come closer. He's going to get it. What's he average? 23 points, 10 assists, and 7.5 and rebounds. That yeah. People don't appreciate how great that is, how unbelievable that is. Um, and yeah. especially when you're doing it with probably the second best player in the world uh, on your team with you. So, yeah, you don't get the ball as much as you would. Uh, it, it, it's unbelievable. The guy is one of the most underappreciated players in any sport today. And, and he's probably right now, I would put him third or fourth in the MVP voting. And, and that's most years he's won. Most years he's number one, but this year has just been, really deep, and there's a lot of valuable players, um, and it's just un- unreal. And you said he's averaging, what, 23, 24 points? What was his point average again? I think it's 23 and a half. And, you, and think about that. Last year, this guy, what did he average, 28, 29? What did he average, 20, 20? Either way, he led the league in scoring last year. He was the scoring champion last year, and he didn't have Kevin, he didn't have Kevin Durant. He only he only downgraded by about five points this season going forward. Look, this guy again, Kevin Durant has averaged twenty eight points a game. Obviously, Steph Curry just literally a shade under thirty. He's probably going to get exactly thirty by the time the season ends after tomorrow. Um, but you have a guy, and like you said, Russell Westbrook still averaging uh, an enormous twenty three and a half points after last season. The guy abs just shattered just shattered it when it came to points scored overall. I mean. How can you not say that this guy is still one of the best players in the league? He led the league in scoring last year with 28.1 points per game, and he's only, what, four and a half points less this year with the second-best player on his league? Well, think about if Kevin, if, if Kevin Durant wasn't playing and what his stat level would be this season. And Russell Westbrook only played 67 games last season with the injuries that he occurred, and this year I believe he's played a ton more. He's, been, he's played almost every single game this year, 80 I mean, he has been on the floor consistently, and to average tw- 23.5 points a game with that kind of player on your team, absolutely remarkable. Like you said, he's played every single game this season. Yeah, some games, like last night, he, he didn't play the entire game. He only played 28 minutes. But for the most part, he played the entire season. And, Paul, and, and give credit, oh, yeah, I'm right. looking at the stats right now. Today's the last I'm game. Looking at the st- Today's the last game. So, so he missed one game. So, so he's missed one game all year. What? That's you know that's going to happen from that's going to happen every year. And give credit. I'm looking at the stats right now. This is kind of off topic before I get back to it. But Paul George, a year removed from a serious leg injury in 2014, and then he missed what pretty much every single game except for like 10 or 15 last year. He played 80 games this year, and he's averaged 23 points per game. I mean, you talk about an unbelievable performance by Paul George, and it truly has been one of those resurrection years for Paul George. We talk about a guy in uh, C.J. McCollum, who's going to get 
uh, most improved player, no debate. But if it wasn't for C.J. McCollum, we might be talking about Paul George being the most, uh, at least comeback player of the year. He's probably going to get comeback player of the year anyway with Paul George and the way he's played. It's been unbelievable and how he's resurrected this entire program and organization and what they've done. But again, Russell Westbrook playing unbelievable at that. And, and with that being said, like like to, to segue back to a, a more important point before we kind of wrap up, it's going to be a quick show today. Again, if you'd like to call in, though, Please feel free to do so. The phone number is 323-642-1558 in the SeatGeek studios. But we'll wrap it up shortly if, if not, if you don't want to call in, because uh, obviously not much going on in the NBA tonight. But you mentioned it right before uh, I wanted to get to it and talked about Russell Westbrook, was the Lakers playing the Utah Jazz tomorrow. And, and, and I mentioned it a week ago. I said, look, this Utah Jazz team has a chance to get to the postseason. Obviously, the Rockets do too. But since we know now that the Rockets have the tiebreaker and they play a huge game tomorrow on top of the Jazz playing in Kobe's final game, they're going to think that the, the Lakers won't have the extra oomph in their step to try and beat the Utah Jazz tomorrow. Look, I know they're 16-65. and 65. I know they just got blown out by the Thunder, and I know that the Utah Jazz have a lot to play for tomorrow. But don't think that the circus won't distract this young Utah team. This isn't like a... You know, this isn't like a Thunder team from a year ago that was fighting to get into the postseason with an injured Kevin Durant and a Russell Westbrook coming down the stretch trying to get into the postseason. This is a very young, inexperienced Utah Jazz team, and I think the circus that they're going to run into in L.A. might take them off their game a little bit, especially with a guy like Kobe Bryant probably going to literally lay everything he has on the floor for this game. Knowing that the Utah Jazz have so much to play for and knowing that the Lakers really have nothing to play for except for the pride of Kobe Bryant and trying to win in his final game of his career, what kind of pressure does this put on the Utah Jazz coming into tomorrow night? As obviously, you know, obviously we have the Golden State Warrior game going on, but the Utah Jazz game that, that against the Lakers, it, it's just more than Kobe Bryant trying to, trying to finish out his career. It's, it's a, it's a must-win game for the Utah Jazz, if I've ever seen one. What kind of pressure does this put on them, Andrew? Well, the weird part is I think it almost equals out. I think the pressure of needing to win would have been more than the pressure of Kobe's last game. I think the pressure of Kobe's last game is going to kind of take their minds off of, oh, we have to lose. Obviously, they'll still be thinking about it, but it won't be the only thing they can think of. Um now, at the same time, they're probably going to get lucky, and Kobe's probably going to chuck up 35 shots. I mean, it's the last time <laughs> on the basketball court. Yeah. It's going to take a really bad shooting night by the Jazz to lose, and I think that's probably the way they're thinking. I think that's probably the way Quinn, Knight, Quinn Snyder wants them to think, and I think that's the right way to think because it's just one of those things where there's enormous pressure all over the place, but they're completely different things. And they might pull your mind off the other one and just kind of make it neutral, if if you get what I'm saying. Right. Well, and the other thing, too, is, I mean, and maybe maybe we are overlooking the fact that there's going to be a lot of pressure because I didn't look at this before I said this, but the Rockets play the Kings at 5 p.m. Pacific in Houston. And for all we know, and I think it will all be determined before that game even gets going, I can guarantee you the Jazz are going to keep that game on their on their notification list, if you know what I'm saying, on their phone. And uh, the moment they know the score of that game will determine if there's pressure in the building for the Utah Jazz. And I think if the Kings pull off the upset, which don't be surprised if DeMarcus Cousins and Rajon Rondo just go out with a bang and try to lay everything they can on the floor to be spoilers and then have this, uh, have this game between the Jazz and Lakers turn into a pressure-filled game for the Jazz as obviously as Kobe Bryant's final game, but the Jazz might try to do everything they can to win a ball game. Uh, but the Lakers will want to play spoiler too, if that's the case. So there's a lot to be 
to be watched tomorrow night in the world of basketball. Obviously, seedings will be taking place. Obviously, if the Pistons and Pacers win tonight or lose tonight, there will be a lot there between the Pacers and Bucks. Kings and Rockets tomorrow, obviously a big one. Um, you also have Pistons, Cavs. I know the Cavs won't be playing, but they're still very good off the bench, um, and they could give the Pistons some – I know the Pistons will play very well, but they're still 17-23 and 23 on the road. Not a great road record, but considering they're 43-37, and 37, not too shabby nonetheless considering their youth. So they could come in into the, in Cleveland and pull off the stunner. Not that it wouldn't be a really stunner because no one's going to play for the Cavs. But that's still a tough game, nonetheless, for the Pistons if they need to play to get that seventh seed. Um, and then, obviously, you have the Utah Laker game. There's a lot to be played for tomorrow. I mean, shockingly enough, and obviously the obviously the Warriors in that 73-game mark. Uh, so there's a lot to be played for, shockingly enough. I don't know if there's a better opportunity for the NBA to have a lot of history done on one on one day on the final regular season game. I know most people, 95% of the, the generic watcher is going to tune in and watch that Warriors game. But outside of the Warrior game, Andrew, what game is is really to look out for tomorrow um, on the final day of the regular season? Well, let's do outside of that and the Lakers game. Because um, obviously Kobe's final game is, is right up there with 73 wins. Um, right. But – the the most intriguing thing and the one that has the most matter well Heat Celtics because um, they're going to be fight, hopefully they're they're probably going to be tied because I I I'm a believer that my Pistons are going to come out and win today um which would make them tied well, let's see so they're going to be playing each other and you know that they want home court advantage at that so the winner of that gets home court advantage um, on top of that the Pacers and the Pistons both play. Um, so the, the seven and eight seed will be determined. So the five, six, seven, and eight seed are also up for grabs. Even really the the three and the four. So it's uh, it, it's it's going to be a merry-go-round tomorrow. Who really knows what's going to happen? It's going to be so fun, flipping back and forth, trying to keep up with what's going on, trying to see who needs to win. Uh, I w- I wish that uh, that Kings Rockets game was a little bit later, so that way you know it's like one of those middle of the game things. Because I don't want the Jazz to come out and just be sulking over and tired, or not tired, but disappointed and know they're not going. So it, it'll be it'll be a crazy day. It'll be kind of like uh, you know the last day of baseball season, the last three days of baseball season, uh, or even the wild card day. Now that's kind of the feeling it's going to have. Yeah, I got a feeling there's going to be a lot of games up for grabs on the final day tomorrow. And obviously tonight, Grizzlies-Clippers, pretty intriguing game there, obviously, as uh, I don't know what, what to expect really when it comes to being available and, and ready. Uh, the Thunder and Spurs are playing right now, and it looks like LaMarcus Aldridge is playing. Tim Duncan obviously is playing, but uh, a lot of the Thunder players are not, clearly, as they're, they've clear, they've locked up the three seed. There's nothing to play for. The Raptors right now are beating the 76ers 47-39. The, the 76ers could lose their 71st game of the season tonight if it goes that way. And obviously Pistons and Heat right now midway through the second. Um, and the Knicks and Pacers just starting off the third quarter. And uh, I'm going to go tune into that one here shortly. Uh, Andrew, anything else you want to say before we head on out of here? And uh, we, we go and go and go into the night of the NBA season. Go check out the website, thehooperslog.com. Uh, didn't get much done with it yesterday. Probably not going to get much done with it today. I am so tired that I can't see straight. Um, yeah. Go to the YouTube, the Hoopers Log, type it in. It's that simple. Go to Talk Ball now on Twitter. At Simo Bucket, follow, retweet, get involved. Let's 
we want to talk to you guys. We want you guys to be a part of this. Go, hey, go fill out an application even if you don't think you'll get it to be a writer. Because who knows, dude? I mean, we aren't looking for any experience, nothing. We just want you to be cool. We want you to love basketball. We want you to know the game. Other than that, as I say every time, thank you so much for listening. And peace. And, and for that alone, we have not updated ourselves on the YouTube channel as of late, but I can guarantee you this. When the playoffs get going, expect them quick hitters to come back and expect us to be informed and in-depth and play some NBA 2K with you and get some in-depth knowledge on that with the two YouTube channel. Episode 116 is in the book. Episode 117 tomorrow, same time, same place, 5 p.m. Pacific, 8 p.m. Eastern here on CLNS Radio through Log Talk Radio uh, in the SeatGeek studios. My name is Simo Buckets. Andrew Norris has been with you. Obviously, we'll get more guests involved. We'll get more people to call into the show, and we'll get people involved. Again, episode 116 in the books, episode 117 tomorrow on an ESPN on an ESPN Wednesday, the final night of the regular season tomorrow. Thank you, everybody. Have a good one. Enjoy the basketball.